the beats, the flow, the rhythm. All movements start from the streets. Streets saying our podcast. Streets and our podcast, man. We back in the building one more time. Man. Feeling good. Feeling real good. Man, looking good. Man, you looking good. I thank you. I, I think you've been the, working out. You've been working out. Man, you seen that picture with Bud. Like yeah. I've been, you know, whooping, whooping ass and getting whooped. Mm. <laughs> it come with it come with the territory. But I've been trying. You know, I got a little chunky er. So I'm going back down, you know, getting back in shape. You know, we done been out there at uh Nathan Hale. Mm. Yeah, we like they don't know, man. We go back. We go way back. Well, good, almost seven years from when yeah. we uh, started the fashion show. Yeah, we good did day. a we did a fashion show with the dental group at at Creighton University. Mm-hmm. I worked there. Mm-hmm. I came. To, I called T because I knew what she was into. I was like, mm-hmm. "Yo, trying to do this show. This group thinking about doing a show." She's like, "Well, let's try to pull it together." We met. We pulled the venue together, mm-hmm. ticket sales, mm-hmm. promotion. Mm-hmm. She got the models. Mm-hmm. We designed the runway. The clothes. We had the clothes. We had some connections to some other clothes. And we had a show that sold out. We did that from start to finish in three weeks. Yeah, start to finish three weeks. Mm-hmm. To the point where they wanted us to do another one. Right. Mm-hmm. It was, you don't find that kind of will and desire and execution everywhere. And that speaks to where this young lady is at now. What she doing? Yeah. What she about to keep doing? Mm. Uh, if y'all don't know who we talking about, y'all probably seen on IG and TikTok mm-hmm. dancing on buildings that she, you know, made herself, got done, got her company. I'm talking about Trishana. Mm. E. Hey. Hi guys, thank you for having me. We need a round of applause, young yeah, guy. man. <laughs> wow, it's so nice. Man, it's it's just good to have you here. I know you be on the move. Bless yeah. your heart, you a shaker and mover. Yeah, I don't. And I wake up every day like, why do I create this type of chaos? And that's what I choose to do every day. Yeah, but I mean, you might have a good team around you that at least can keep you organized so you can just focus on the execution. They focus on the schedule. Yeah, shout out to my team. They in the building. Dale, Shante, yes. Tay in the building. Yep, yep. But man, we ain't going to hold you too long, but we got some questions for you. I just want, uh, first of all, just to introduce yourself to the people, to the world that we have. So we can get you some more of our world to you. Uh, who are you? What do you do? And kind of a little bit about your humble beginnings and what you're getting back into. Um, yeah. So my name is Trishana. I am the founder of Mixins World Ice Cream. Uh, well, co-founder now, solo owner of Mixins World Ice Cream. Um, I also am an entrepreneur who helps other entrepreneurs get to the bag. My brother also always tells me it's one thing for you to have money, but it's another thing if Everybody else gets money with you, you know, so he always tells me it's not important that you got money, but it's what you do with it and how you move. So that's pretty much what I stand on. And that's really who I am. That's why I'm here today. Man, and it's good. That's why I got this hoodie. Hey, with the mixings hoodie. You know, I'm not just a patron of the business. I actually put some more money in there. Hey, look, this man guarded mixings with his life when the riots broke out. He mm-hmm. came down to mixings and stood out there, brought out security and all types of stuff, and stayed there overnight to make sure Mixons was good. So literally, literally solid. Him and his lovely lady, solid, solid, solid. I'm still grateful for that day. Man, we appreciate it, man. 
We appreciate RIP Juju. Man. Yeah, that was that same yeah. night, you know, but yeah, it was a crazy, crazy time. But we got to take care of the people we say we take care of. Mm. The kids was in there working. I was like, yo, mm. get y'all ass out of here. Yeah. It's about to go down out here. So, you know, it was just good. And, you know, we we do deeds. We we plant seeds and we do good deeds for one another. Okay. Um, I know that, you know, you have the, the ice cream. You brought up mixings. Mm-hmm. So with mixings, we talked about the grand reopening, yes. right? So we got to know because we love you. Yes. Thank you. What's what's going on? What happened? Look. General detail. I'm going to address this once and for all. Where the camera at? Just one time. I'm going to address this once and for all because I, I don't say anything publicly, you know. I just try to keep my mouth shut. But for the sake of Omaha and this podcast and because you my people, Mixins is re-grand opening. Mm-hmm. One owner. What's the one band, one sound, one owner. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully April 2nd, if not April 9th. Um, we were closed for um, from since November 8th, and that was a really, really trying time. Honestly, for me, if I'm just being real, my mind was all over the place, but you got to just keep it moving, pick up the pieces and keep going. But my mind was all over the place. But now um, the whole situation is settled. Mm. You know, I wish everybody well. That was a part of it when I say everybody, you know. But uh, um, yeah, and parted ways, and now we have the regrand opening. And I'm just ready to take mixins to what I've already, you know, what I've always seen it to go. Mm-hmm. Like to me, it's not just an ice cream shop. It's about building the brand. It's about building, bringing the community together through, you know, for the love of food. You know, everyone's moving towards community. Everyone's moving towards metaverse and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And I just want to incorporate those types of traits and qualities into the company. Man, I'm excited. You heard it. So don't don't ask her again. Don't ask me no more. And be like, look, fast forward to minute seven in the podcast and you'll hear <laughs> so man but we are happy it's back um hopefully because you know that produces jobs it's not only mm-hmm. a black owned business mm-hmm. it's a black owned woman business mm-hmm. it is a job a place where she hired young black individuals to work mm-hmm. and to work up in and we just making sure that we just had an opportunity because a lot of people talk about some shit mm-hmm. a lot of folks around here they ain't doing nothing. Talking. <laughs> so um, it's just good to see that that's coming into back into the fold. Um, but with that, in, even during that time when it was away and watching you uh, take your talents to the A, mm-hmm. it was something you started back when the fashion show was here. Yep. And I saw a reemergence of it. Mm. Genre vein. Genre vein. Tell the people what is what is genre vein and how to spell it because they gonna mess it up. Genre, so like your genre of music, you know, what are you into? Are you into urban? Are you into you know the blues? Whatever your genre is, so G E N R E, and then vein meaning your vein about your appearance and fashions in your vein. So we spell the vein, you know, V A I N or V E I N, but I combine them, so it's V A E I N. I don't really know if that was the most clever thing to do because people would never pronounce or spell it. But hell, when I created it, I was like. It was in like 2013. I was like 18. So I'm like, ooh, genre vein, genre vein. And that's how it got its name. Shout out to Tay Tay. She is the creative director for Genre Vein. She's in the building. She's also my creative director for content and just everything else, makes sense. But yeah, we were just in New York Fashion Week. Um, and Ashante put that whole thing together. How was that experience? Because I've never been. I always want to go. But how was that? It was an amazing, amazing experience. Um, my first time ever there and to be featured. And Gotham Hall was huge. I think I don't spend enough time living in the moment. 
Mm-hmm. So I could have just, I'm just like, okay, we could have done this better. We could have did this. We could have did that. Instead of, you know, at the very end, my PR was like, if you don't shut the hell up and realize where you are right now, because the minute it was over, we went to the back and we're like, okay, so this needs to be different. Next time our models, da, 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 da. And he was like, damn, all of that and just soak it all in. Mm-hmm. So when I actually took a step back to soaking in, it was amazing. My team was amazing. Um, it was just a really good bonding experience. You know, you learn from your mistakes. Wasn't my favorite presentation on the red carpet. No, but we also found out we had to pull it together in like three weeks, like mm. fully produce clothes, production, everything in three and a half weeks, and then still bring the whole team to um, New York, you know, and shout out to Bree and Nisha, Nowhere, they did all the hair. They were in the studio um, doing hair literally all day and night because everybody's hair went to the floor. So that's crazy. Well, that was the particular aesthetic you went for for everybody. Yeah, we was so. being dramatic. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess tapping into the vein, yeah, vein part of it, exactly. but yeah, um, man, that's super dope, and I'm I'm excited to see that. And I don't know if you know, but you know, we all in here kind of in a little bit of shape, mm-hmm. you know. So just in case you need a little bit of something, models look. My guy is a powerlifting champion over here. Wow, running. Uh, we don't play that. Um, so running. I do want to say too, John Irvine is no longer a boutique. When I started in 2014, it was a boutique, and my style has always been more like. You know, simple. I'm, every time you see them in dark colors, black, whatever. And so I just wanted to bring it back as its own streetwear, but kind of casual. So it's not so far left, so far right. It's just its own brand now. It's not boutique clothes. Everything we create is produced. We had a hand a painter paint all the clothes by hand. Like, it's a lot of love that goes into where John Irvine is headed now. And we did the All You Need Is You campaign. And All You Need Is You basically saying, I've, obviously, I believe in God. But outside of that, it's like, if you believe in yourself, you have everything that you need. Once you sleep on yourself, your life is done. So I put we put that all over the clothes. All you need is you saying literally, as long as you believe in yourself, you have breath in your body, and you're grateful that you have that breath in your body, you can do and conquer anything you want to conquer. So that was the message behind that. And that, again, goes back to being vain. Because, listen, mm-hmm. as long as I can breathe, I'm going to eat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> We talk about all the time about ego and how it's not it's not a bad thing. That part. Mm-hmm. It's what keeps you going and what keeps you alive and is what keeps you to always ask and demand your worth. Shante, so it's not bad. He said ego. That might be the name of the new collection. Uh, mm. You heard it here, so I'm gonna get my points mm. on that bad boy. So make it the he name of the collection. He said ego. You know we working on that summer. I like that. Yeah, so I like ego. I only need about two and a half, two and a half points, man. Give me in the dough. Give me in the dough. Uh, I like that. We got uh, a meeting in the car after this. <laughs> so uh, I know we here. I like I said, you were a mover and shaker, and you've been all up in New York, Atlanta. I see you, and I know you do business everywhere. So you in Miami? Mm-hmm. Um, but what is it like to be home and not only re-implementing a, a business back at home, but just how to, how you see the city moving and shaking and what you're able to provide mm. as far as a financial standpoint, but also an energy standpoint. Like what have you taken from these cities and the people you've met with to bring it back home? Um, one thing I will say is, you know, traveling so much, you see the world so much bigger. And I've always traveled, but to actually live somewhere else where everything's much more fast paced. You know, I get out to Atlanta and I feel like I don't do enough. You know, then I get back here and I feel like, I'm doing more than anybody. And I don't like feeling like that. You know what I mean? I don't want my people because we have so many meetings here in Omaha and so many, so many people are always about to do something, always about to do something, but there's no execute. And I don't want to say there's no, cause there's several hell I'm here. You know what I mean? 
I'm at you guys' podcast. So people execute, but not everyone does. Mm. And so I try to bring that message back. Like, y'all, we, you, you know what I'm saying? If there's something you say you want to do, do it. Execute. People tell me their dreams all the time. And then I'm a nag when I be like, hey, you do this shit? Hey, you do that yet? You do this shit? So I, I want to just bring back just the hustle. Like, why are y'all watching TV all day? Everybody knows everything about shows. Mm. I just spoke at an event um, in Omaha a few weeks ago. I flew in literally speak, speak at the event. And the first thing I said was, who watches the Fury Euphoria? I don't know how to say it. Everybody raise their hand. I was like, who watches Power? Everybody raise their hand. Don't get me wrong. I have friends who are on the show Power and I still never seen a single episode. And I'm not saying I'm better than anybody, but it's just priorities. I think that's what I'm trying to bring back to the communities. What are you prioritizing? You know what I mean? At some point, yes, you have to unwind. But people are like, you need a rest day. You need to da 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 da. When you're on the treadmill, you get tired the first 45 seconds. Is you supposed to stop? Or are you supposed to keep running? You got to build endurance. So when people tell me all the time, like, oh, you need a rest, you need to take a break. No, I, I can't ask for more if I can't handle what I, what I already got. You know, yeah. I only got a little bit right now. So if I'm tired and weary now, how God going to give me more? Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I just really want to bring that everywhere I go. I try to bring mm. that mindset. And I think that's huge for people to, in Omaha to start really acting on it and understand what it takes. Like sacrifice is a real thing. Mm. Real. Mm. Yep. You don't do it enough. A lot of people will tell you, you can't have it all, but it's about compromising and doing what you can and knowing where you're going to lack and being okay with that. Mm -hmm. so you might not have personal time to watch TV Absolutely or not. see everybody for everything, but mm -hmm. the thing you're building is going to be more monumental, more and be able to implement in their life a lot heavier, mm -hmm. you know, if you can just continue to work. So mm -hmm. I told my team yesterday, I was like, you know what I really miss? It's like, I miss the days you can get in the bed. And just rub your feet together and just lay down. Mm. I have not had one of those in a long time. Like, we literally will wake up at 8 a.m., I'll hit the gym, then we'll have a meeting by 9, then we'll film some stuff, then we'll go to mixings. Then we'll, and by the time we get in the bed, or by the time we get home, it's like 11. I have a whole nother agency I just started um, with a good friend of mine, Des, helping um, entrepreneurs in the beauty industry to really make passive income. So we have like a full team that we're putting together. So I'm working on that from 11. Till three, four o'clock in the morning every single day. So by the time I go to sleep, I don't even know what hit me. I'm just sleep and just wake up like, all right, time to do it again, you know? Mm. But I know it's gonna pay off. So it's like slow and steady rinse to race, but I would rather do that for a lot of hours than say I watch the show and I can gossip about who's about to do what, who's you know, a lot of people know so much about shows and what's about to happen and can predict it, but can't predict where they're going in two years. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Man, I let that one breathe. Mm. You got something for it, Johnny? Oh, man. I got a million questions, but I'm mindful of time, man. Yeah. So We got a little. I'll check. Okay. Yeah, a little. Yeah, no, that's, that's, uh, that's beautiful right there. As far as uh, helping entrepreneurs with their brands and mindset, because I think that's one of the biggest hurdles. What's one of the biggest, like, myths that you think that people have as far as when it comes to entrepreneurship? What's one thing that's holding people back? Mm, myth. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the hype of, working with some people you know a lot of people look up to a lot of people and i think just getting in rooms with uh, with everyone i realize how normal people are so i think if your your goal is to be in a room with someone or, or your goal is to work with someone or be like someone i think that's one of the biggest myths and no disrespect to anybody but i don't have anyone i want to be like or that i truly look up to other than just the sacrifice that people do. So I, I look up to someone else's sacrifice and discipline, mm. but I've never actually looked up to somebody. And I think um, trying to mimic, like, you know, right now everyone's like, oh, I'm like, yay. I want to be like, yay. I watch the documentary. I'm just like him. 
You ain't goddamn just like Kanye. You just like you and be just like you. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's the biggest myth is people want to be like somebody because they seen it on TV. You know, I see Beyonce work her ass off and I love her discipline. I don't want her life or anybody else's life. So I think that's probably one of the biggest myths is, oh, I'm just like this person just because you seen what they put out. No. <laughs> I love that. And I think that that's definitely one of the things that separate people is the ones who's willing to see the behind the lens and see the work that people put in and not just the glitz and glamour. Mm -hmm. uh, earlier, you talked about like building of brands and separation of people. Um, is there like a thing where it comes where like people ain't on the same frequency with you? There's a saying where a wise man once told me that a caterpillar can't envision what an ego sees. Mm. Is it one of those things where sometimes you got to separate to elevate? Uh, for sure. And I, and I'm one of those people who I don't like when people are like, I know who I am and I never do any wrong. And I, da, da, da. I don't like people like that. Cause when people tell me I made them feel away, I take that literal and I break it down. You guys, my team every day. I'm like, someone said this, I'm trying to break it down. Like, okay, did I really do something in this matter? So I always try to go within first. Cause I never want to be the reason why someone loses sleep or I never want to be the person that causes somebody else a lifetime of pain, but at the same time, people are responsible for their own feelings, you know? So I would never allow someone else to cause me a lifetime of pain, but some people can't um, analyze and compartmentalize their emotions, so they'll allow people to cause them pain. But I just try to make sure that everything I do is, you know, morally correct. Mm. Um, so that's one big thing for me. So I never try to say people aren't on my frequency. I just say I manage my emotions a little bit better than other people. Mm. And um. I was talk I was listening to this podcast. I don't remember which which one it was, but a guy was saying the only difference between people who are successful and people who are not is that they manage their emotions. And that really sunk with my spirit mm. because they were like, you know, we all cry, but the only difference is I can only cry for two minutes where some people cry for twenty years. Mm. Like, mm. Mm. ever since then I set my alarm, like, all right, stop crying in seven minutes. Like mm. you got seven minutes to figure it out. Mm. Um, that's just that's just kinda how I choose to live my life. But as far as the same frequency, it's just pretty much that. I think if people aren't on my quote-unquote frequency, it's just people who cannot manage their emotions cannot be around me because you'll do anything when you're emotional. Mm -hmm. I think we was just talking about the, <laughs> the need for regulating emotions before you came through, so that's divine timing. Mm -hmm. um, as far as getting your start and everything, what was one of your biggest hurdles getting started? Um, getting started, probably taking myself serious mm. because, you know, people always say, like, Oh, to be successful, you got to be consistent. You got to, you know, you got to be focused. And he'd be like, be consistent at what? <laughs> I used to watch Tyler Perry. I'd be like, well, what the hell are you? What am I? Wake up early to do what? Mm. Keep going. Go where? Like, I never understood. They would just be like so cliche to me. Yeah. So I'm like, I can't wait till I make it because I'm going to tell people exactly how to do it. Now that I'm like, you know, somewhat there, I'm like, damn, be consistent. Mm. You know, keep going. Mm. You don't know where you're going. Mm. That's why they never said it. You don't know where you're going. You just got to keep going. And I think I never understood that concept at an early age because I've been doing entrepreneurship, quote unquote, for years. But I was I would stop, you know, oh, today I'm going to go hang out. And then when I get home and watch this show, I'll prop my feet. I'm going to give me some candy. I'm going to watch this movie. And I would start chilling. And as I would chill, mm. I would, you know, take major steps back. So if, if that was probably my biggest thing is like, okay consistency and just really keep on going to answer your question uh, you more than answered the question i think that uh <laughs> you drop gems every time you speak it's a whole jewelry store being dropped yeah. on you know what i'm saying good jewelry right good all right yeah we shining we shining yes, sir. 
Man, I know we we got we pressed for time a little bit. What time is it? As long as I'm gone by two thirty. Oh, about two thirty. Mm-hmm. Oh man, well let me just ask um, real quick then. So all these things moving. I know you're trying to uh, incorporate, uh, I guess, uh, multiple disciplines inside of like mixes and things like that. What do you see? Uh, what's kind of the next step that you're working on uh, or next venture that you're excited about getting into? Mm, I think my biggest thing is to simplify my life, honestly. You know, as creatives, we want to do so much and we want to take on the world. I can look at something and be like, oh, I want to start this. I want to start that. Shante, she's crazier than I am. So she'll look at some stuff and be like, oh, we should do this. We should do that. It's going to cost $300,000, but we're going to make this and that. And I'll be like, oh. So I think the goal is to really just simplify my life. I have, you know, essentially three main businesses and just putting people in the right positions. I've been doing a lot of hiring um, to make those things afloat. And then I just want to, you know, simplify. So with that being said, I still want to invest and do a whole bunch of different things. But I want to simplify, simplify everything before I jump into anything else. Mm -hmm. So I don't have nothing new, new coming other than, you know, I've been doing business advising. Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of niche down on, you know, beauty service providers and nail techs because a lot of people, um, you know, in the black community, we're like, I want to quit my job and start doing hair. We don't realize doing hair is a whole nother job that we're going to be doing for the next such and such years. And then you cannot pass that down to your children. Mm-hmm. My mom owned a hair salon and she wanted me to get my license and and uh, do hair. And I'm like, mom, I don't want to do hair. You know, so I, I want my community to start understanding there's a difference between I'm an entrepreneur and I have a hobby or I'm paying my bills. And I want to get people to kind of bridge that gap of I'm not just making money because I can do nails and I want to be the best nail tech. Why? I can give a F less to do somebody nails. I can do I can give a F less to do hair. And I used to do hair mm. and I'm not you can't pay me no more. Mm. I don't even do my own hair like because mm. I understand I could just connect the consumer with what they need. So if someone needs their hair done, I can be an affiliate and tell somebody, hey, every time I send somebody to you, just give me a little cut off of that. You know, mm-hmm. hell, I do hair. Mm-hmm. You need your hair done. I got you. Boom. Go there. What you need? You need your um, you need lashes. Boom. Go there. Like I'm not doing it. So I want to just help people with that. That's pretty much what I'm doing. Yeah, that's that's dope. I'll be trying to get out of this stuff, too. Minus DJ. And that's the one thing I want to do. Yeah, and everything sure. else is about building around you. So other people can, if that's their role, they can flourish in it. That part. So so with that and trying to simplify, so like I know like on your um, social media, you talked about the people side and understanding how to manage people mm-hmm. and the importance of it. Mm-hmm. Um, is that something you're bringing into mixings? Like are you looking, because I know there's a point you were looking to franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, so are you looking into hiring people like a general manager so they can, deal yeah. with that and and are you looking to really um expand out uh mixings as yeah. far as the shops and the brand itself yes and since we clean the air i got one more thing to clear the air about okay. i'm gonna tell everybody to watch this podcast because i'm addressing a lot of stuff people are like how you want people to come work in mixings when you tell everybody to be an entrepreneur no if you follow me on instagram it's because you want to be an entrepreneur i don't go find people who don't want to be an entrepreneur and say baby you need to leave burger king and be an entrepreneur i don't say that if you like what you do and you want to move up in your job, I tell people, move up in your job. But if you follow me on Instagram, that's what my message is. Mm-hmm. That's who I'm talking to. I know my demographics. So when people try to come for me like, 
that's why you don't got nobody in mixings because you tell everybody, about you. I don't say nothing. But if my staff comes to me and they say, hey, how can I start a business? I'm going to for sure help them. Mm-hmm. The last thing I'm going to do is tell them, no, I'm not going to help you start a business so you can work in my ice cream shop for the rest of your life. Absolutely not. Um, so I'm all about that. But anyways, but yeah, my goal is to hire someone to oversee mm-hmm. all of my locations. And so, you know, uh, building a life like that where they can just fly into different locations and check in, that would be fun. So mm-hmm. that's kind of what I want to do. And I want to be a part of that team where I can fly into my different locations, you know, maybe the first and first week of every month. And I'm just on a mix-ins run for the first week. Second week, maybe I'm on a run of just teaching. Third week, I do third and fourth week, I do whatever the hell I want. Like that's my ideal world. Mm-hmm. So yeah, real quick, man, I just think that something that you said is very important. It's on the individual person to know where they fit in at. Mm-hmm. Not everybody's an entrepreneur. Not everybody's a business owner. Not everybody right. is going to go home and clock in and do 16 hours. You know right. what I'm saying? So, like, you definitely got to know whether you really want to be a business owner or if you want to work for somebody. And it's not nothing wrong with helping somebody else build their 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 fortune. Right. We always hear about Warren Buffett. We very rarely hear about Charlie Munger. Facts. Facts. And I cannot do it by myself. I, I'm not even that damn smart. I be Ashante. <laughs> tell these folks i'm not even that smart i'd be telling people like y'all i only know what i know and i try to keep learning but when it comes to there's a lot of stuff i'm not efficient at and that's okay mm-hmm. i couldn't clean a house if you paid me 10 million i will pay you ten thousand dollars if you can clean the house Shoshana. and as much as i would try to do it i would not be efficient at that ever mm. like there's some money i would just have to leave on the table because i'm not efficient mm. so it takes so many different people to make the world go around but when i'm really trying to convince people or the ones who are on fence like if you wake up with that burning desire and you're battling that in your life, I'm going to tell you why you can make it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you this is why you should be an entrepreneur because you have that burning desire. It's you're you're conflicted. You keep coming to my Instagram or you keep seeking knowledge because that's what you want. There's some people who would never in their life ever Google anything about entrepreneurship. Then I'm not talking to you. You know what I'm saying? That's okay. Thank you. Some somebody got to say it. I'm like, dang, y'all don't want this life. Like, calm down. Like, and it's not even easy. It's nowhere near easy, especially when balancing. And I want to talk. I think you've addressed it. Like, even when you say things, people misconstrue the message. So mm-hmm. when they, you tell people, look, quit your job. But mm-hmm. that's for people who are skilled in what they're trying to do, mm-hmm. and you know, have the will and drive to go and make it happen. Mm-hmm. And people need to be honest that if you're not in that space, if you don't have the skill in the wheel, mm-hmm. I talk about it often, then you need to continue doing what you're doing until you get to that place. Mm-hmm. My method is you don't got to be able to swim, but damn it, just don't drown. So mm-hmm. when I talk to people, it's like, when I say jump in, I don't know what I'm doing. But again, if as long as your willpower is I'm a bet on myself type of mentality, then absolutely quit your job and jump in because the last thing you want to do is drown. So you're going to save yourself. You see what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. some days I'm drowning. I just like what they got over there across the island. Y'all got steak and lobster over there. All right. There's a big bottle body of water. Let me jump in and hopefully I can get over there to the gold and the steak and the lobster over there. You know what I'm saying? Some days I get a little piece of the steak. Some days I'm back damn near drowning. But I'm going to keep reaching down. I keep telling myself, reach down, grasp the air, reach down, pick yourself up. Reach, mm-hmm. Like, you know, I battle so many different things, depression, all types of stuff growing up. But I told myself, as long as you can reach down and pick yourself up. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I'm most grateful about, too. I'm like, I I could have lost it so many different times, so many different times. But I fought hard mentally. I fought a big mental battle to get where I am today. Mm-hmm. And my pockets came with that, mm-hmm. not the other way around. Mm-hmm. And where does 
in your in your estimation, where does that that drive to continue to pull yourself out? Like, where did you learn that from? Did you get it from somebody, or is it a culmination of things? Like, I'm I'm knowing how to balance yourself, read who to listen to, or searching yourself. Like, where does that come from? Um, I think knowing that. If the ball's in my court, I have the power. So I used to battle stuff and didn't know how to deal with it. And I would blame people like, oh, this person cheated on me or this person did this to me or this person did this to me. And I had to learn by the cheater himself. It's not, I'm not trying to hurt you. You know, like you take a lot of stuff personal. And then I had to start realizing like, every time someone do something, I'm offended. Why am I so affected by everybody, about everyone else's actions? Why am I affected that? I have a parent on meth. Why I'm so, you know, so it's like, why are you taking that stuff so literal? You know what I'm saying? That has nothing to do with you. So I'm like, what if I look up one day and I, I didn't make it because of somebody else's actions? I would be the fool because mm-hmm. that person's going on to live their life, you know? So I think it was a combination of that and just knowing like, yo, if somebody, I've never looked up to somebody. I've always looked eye level to people. Mm. So I'm like, okay, if Tyler Perry, Oprah and everybody else can do it. You know, I can do it too. Like, I didn't see the metal spoon that they, the silver spoon they had. I don't see the wings. I'm just like, okay, if they can do it, I can do it. And I just had to keep every single day. All right, Trishana, this person did this, but that has nothing to do with where you're going. Keep on going. I think it's just a matter of you got how bad do you want it? And it's so cliche to say, like, I'm sorry, I wish I could say something deeper, but it's just literally how bad do you, what do you see? Where do you see yourself? And I'm like, if we, a lot of us have small goals, right? Mm -hmm. So if we start off small and we play small, we're going to win small. So if my goal is this low, I'm only going to land somewhere up under here. But my goal is this high. So hopefully I just land somewhere right up in there. I'll be cool. Mm -hmm. You know, but a lot of us set really small goals. And so my goals are like, all right, how can I make a billion dollars in two years? I may not make it, but hell, if I hit the hundred mil mark trying to get to two bill, you know, on some get rich or die trying stuff. It's like mm-hmm. if you set the goal and the bar higher, you're going to land somewhere closer. But if I'm like, all right, my goal is to make two mil. I might end up at 400,000. That's not fun. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'm talking too much. No, nah. you, well, you interviewing. We good. <laughs> nah, you, uh, you you're helping spin. somebody right yeah. now. Um, just that's the one thing that I n- learned about self is sometimes that's why it's important to sit back and reflect. Like I know what the people mean when they telling you to rest a little bit, even the creator rested on the sun on, on a Sunday and it was to admire everything he did and say it was mm-hmm. good um, for somebody like yourself. You don't even understand just being in proximity with a mindset, how you can shift people's projections. Mm-hmm. It's somebody here whose only mindset was how could they get $40 today? Mm-hmm. How could they get 400? Here you are talking about 400,000 ain't nothing. How can you get to 2 billion? Mm-hmm. You shift in mindsets. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think that sometimes we get self-conscious and think that we're talking too little, talking too yeah. much, but you got to know that there's value in everything you do and just let it be. Mm-hmm. I agree. Because I think a lot of us, even myself, I used to just want validation. Mm-hmm. Like if I tell somebody, yeah, I want to make $40. Or 400, everyone around you be like, yeah, you can make $40. You can make 400. They're going to validate you. So you're going to feel liberated. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They said I could do it, so I could do it. But if you tell them I want to make 400000 today, what are they going to tell you? Mm. Nah, you can't do it. So what happens? We get discouraged. So we keep our dreams small to be validated. Mm. So I do stuff that doesn't make sense to other people. My goals will not make sense if people won't tell you, you can't do it. So then what do I do? I go listen to people who have done it. So I think... uh you know, try to listen to stuff, not for validation, but to confuse you, to scare you. So every time I'm learning something, I be like, I don't know what the hell these people are saying, but I'm going to just keep listening because 
that's going to unlock a key I need to get further ahead. Mm. And it's not just money, just mentally and in general. Mm. Man. Yeah, nah, she hit it. Yeah, 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 she's smoking it. <laughs> just like good brisket. That thing's mm. smoking. Smoke. I love a good brisket. <laughs> Listen, I loves me a good brisket. Yeah, it's one of those, man. Slow, slow smoke too. Man. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna hold you no longer, man. Uh, Thank you so mm-hmm. much. Real quick again, tell them the things happening. We got Mixon's grand reopening. Mixon's mm-hmm. re grand opening is coming up. Um, stay tuned a week or two max. Actually, they they tell me to wrap up. We got a flight to Kansas, and then I'm right back here, um, with training. If anyone needs a job, Mixon's is hiring. Um, also, if you are in the beauty industry, hair, nails, lashes, or even a service, if you're you know cut grass, have a cleaning business, and you want to learn how to make more money passively definitely dm me on instagram or check it check out anything i post on instagram and shout out to you guys man shout out to y'all y'all real ones so yeah. thank you for having me we appreciate it and be on the lookout for genre vein yes it's summer collection and custom pieces and when it's gone it's gone mm. She told me that about a mixing shirt. I'm still hurt I didn't get the bleach hey, shirt, man. Hey, they be thinking I'm playing when it's gone and gone. Look, success loves speed. You want the shirt, get the shirt now, because when it's gone, it's not coming back. Yes, man. Well, man, we appreciate you blessing us and coming through the pod. Um, Trishana in the house, uh, she doing big things. She finna go catch a flight, so we gonna let her go. This is Street saying our podcast. We on everything but Apple right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, y'all know where to find us. It's your host, Giddy Jicky with it. Man, it's Johnny. Man. I ain't got nothing else to say. This Johnny. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. We knew good today, huh? Shit. Hey, I'm learned. I'm learned today. Man. I learned something. Yeah. So we out of here. We'll catch y'all next time. Peace. Thank you guys. The beats. The beats. The flow. The flow. The rhythm. The rhythm. The rhythm. All movements start from the streets. Streets. Streets saying our podcast.